0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: I wish that you could just text colors instead of like words Aww. and and emojis are even too much for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, just want a,
2: just a, a swatch, just a swatch of color.
1: You, <laughs> you just select it. Yeah, you've got like a Pantone booklet. Um, <laughs> on your phone and you select it and when like you respond to the text, it's not an emoji in the little bubble, it just fills your screen with that color.
2: <laughs> it's just the whole screen Yeah, so then all the subsequent texts are, are filtered through that color until someone mm-hmm. changes the color.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Get a nice hue blast going. Are you guys recording? Yeah. Great? Good, we got all that. Yeah. <laughs> watch what? What should draw? Welcome to What Should We Draw, where we use the art of conversation
2: to make art about a conversation. I'm very honored to be Caldwell Tanner. And I am just fine being Nathan Yaffe. <laughs> <laughs> and we are both uh,
1: incredibly flattered to be joined today by editor, illustrator, and incredibly something. That's right, the one, the only, Shay Strauss.
3: Aw, oh, thank you. Yay. No problem. You're I feel here. very incredibly.
0: To, Aww. <laughs> <to be here. laughs>
1: you, I feel most incredibly to be in your presence. Uh, adverbs <laughs> are now adjectives. It's, <laughs> we live in a grammatical wasteland. Yeah. <laughs> no rules apply. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the grammar zone. <laughs> <laughs> the Welcome of the Grammar Zone. Well, <laughs> this AM show, we talk good. Shay, how how are you doing today? I am doing well, good, <laughs> wellly good.
3: <laughs> how are you guys doing? <laughs>
1: uh, I'm I'm wonderful. I'm I'm starting my day off. Uh, whenever I record, I'm in this uh, this room that I've made for myself that is just mm-hmm. very dark. So I'm I'm just removed from God's light a little bit, is I guess what I would say. (laughs) Wow.
3: Yeah. It can't Mm -hmm. be as dark as Nathan's cave
2: here. Yeah, I I've got a full full on cave to record in. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: No natural sunlight.
2: No. Yeah. No windows (laughs) even. You have a window that you you cover.
1: Well, that's the thing is you can't have natural sunlight in a recording space. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. It would make the person recording too cheerful and
2: optimistic, (laughs) wistful even.
1: Yeah, they, and they, they would instantly... Remember
2: there's an outside world Precisely. that they could be a part of. Mm. And they wouldn't stay focused. They
1: would know that there was something more. Uh, and it would interfere with the the, the levels, honestly. It would interfere mm-hmm. with the
2: balance. <laughs> so uh, You can yeah. hear
3: the sunshine streaming in. And no one wants
2: that. No <laughs> one wants that. It's, a, it's an annoying noise. You can tell. <laughs> you can tell who has sun, sunshine in their, in
1: their podcast. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, it's a little crackly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well guys, speaking of of balance, uh mm-hmm. on this show there must be podcasters and there must also be an audience and the audience mm-hmm. suggests things for us to draw and such is the nature of the show. I'd like mm-hmm. to get right into it with our first suggestion. Okay. How do you feel about this?
2: I uh incredibly.
1: Can I can mm-hmm. I take your temperature on the matter?
2: Uh not not so hot as to be sun. Okay. <laughs> as warm as I can get without uh endangering the the integrity of the recording
3: fluorescent warm yeah Yeah.
1: fluorescent I'm looking at it now (laughs) just got that thermometer way up in there uh rectally of course uh yeah it's a it's a delicate centigrade that we have struck (laughs) and I think that it's gonna do it's it's uh it's registering as yes so I'm gonna go ahead and read the suggestion (laughs) friends this comes to us from from Christine Uh, And it's another Befuddle the Duddle! Yay! Shay, if you're unfamiliar, this is a segment on our show that we've only done twice uh, where people teach us things. It's kind of a weird little segment where they teach us things and maybe they're lying about them, but maybe not. So Christine writes with this. Hello, drawboys. Buckle up because you're about to learn some shit. Sayings are very common. Okay? (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Uh,
3: i think that's a truth
1: yeah i believe that's supposed to say sayings like this are very common he Mm -hmm. smokes like a chimney kicked the bucket it's raining cats and dogs and so forth but did you know there's actually a common type of saying called a malaphor. it's when you mash together two sayings and end up with a silly phrase like He dropped it like a lead potato, a mix of go over like a lead balloon and dropped like a hot potato. I only knew one of those. Mm -hmm. Hold your horses on, uh, parentheses, (laughs) hold your horses and keep your pants on. God, that's good. And we'll have to take the punches as they come, which is roll with the punches and take it as it comes. Uh, And then my personal favorite, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. (laughs) Can you think of any fun malaprops, or do you know any silly sayings? Love your podcast; makes my hour commute to work a lot better. Well, shit, that means we have to fill at least an hour. Oh wow! Yeah.
3: Oh man, pressure's mm. on.
1: Um, this is perfect because we're in the we're in the uh, the grammatical no zone.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is great. Um, not nonsense sentences. I love malaprops. I I love purposefully getting common sayings wrong. My my personal favorite. My go-to is yeah. um, it's a combination of uh, through through a monkey wrench in that and a fly in the ointment. It's a <laughs> m- monkey wrench in the ointment.
1: That's it's great, yeah, Nathan. That's so much ointment.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you need a lot of ointment to like have a monkey wrench in there and not, and not even know at first.
1: Yeah, and like also, is it is the monkey wrench preventing the ointment from doing its purpose?
3: Because it seems like the ointment would help the monkey wrench.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. <what> is, it... <laughs> let's back up a step.
2: Okay. <laughs> What's ointment? Is that like? I... <laughs> it's a. It's it's usually a, a some sort of cream or lotion right. that's applied topically mm-hmm. to a a part of the body to to soothe it. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, if you're, like, a teen and you have, like, an acne flare-up, you mm-hmm. use an ointment for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I was picturing something closer to Vaseline, and that seems wrong.
2: I think Vaseline could be considered an ointment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I, I just heard the, the sound of a thousand fingers typing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah is Vaseline, yeah, it's, is it like a, a squares and rectangles sort of thing? Yeah. Is Vaseline, can Vaseline be an ointment, but is ointment not... A Vaseline.
1: The ointment fandom is coming for us hard. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. What is an ointment? It I seems like an them. old expression for like a like a salve or a, like something you get from like the the medicine man. Yeah, like a tiger ball. You who knew comes. the
3: definition of ointment pretty quickly off the top of your head. Well, so I think you're the ointment expert. I'll say it.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, I'll take it.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> if you had a a fly in the ointment, though, is that like so the expression is like, "Oh, that's a fly in the ointment." That's a, that's just bad. Is it a bad portent, or is it saying that the the ointment is ruined? Or like, what is the what is the, even the meaning of that expression? I guess I'm confused. Yeah, I because hmm. I put lids on my fucking ointments.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's
1: <laughs> how'd
2: that fly get
1: in there? How'd that fly get in there? I call foul
2: play. <laughs>
3: It also seems like the fly could add something to the ointment.
2: Yeah, maybe the fly is like adding protein.
3: Yeah. Mm. some enzymes or something.
2: Enzymes, mm-hmm. sure. It's mm-hmm. true. You
1: know, that's that's kind of like the discovery of <laughs> penicillin. It's it, it was an accident. Maybe if you let that fly get in there, it's going to create an ultimate uh, acne rub that's going to fully exfoliate, get rid of all your, your pimples and, and, and dimples and bimples.
2: That's actually how they, they came up with the idea for microbeads in those yeah. like, micro scrubs. It was a fly <laughs> got in there. And they were like, hmm, this feels kind of good what if there were a bunch of flies (laughs) in there
3: wait okay yeah if the ointment's antibacterial Mm -hmm. right it doesn't matter if the fly gets in there Mm -hmm. because it's it's not gonna like mess anything up
2: maybe it's it's more of a cosmetic thing like you don't you're less inclined to want to apply ointment if it's got a dead bug in there even if you know it's yeah it's embarrassing (laughs) can you imagine
1: like yeah you're putting on your oil of olay (laughs) And there's just a big old fly in it, and you don't notice. And then you're smearing a fly across your face. And you go to the big soiree. You've put on all your oil <laughs> of ole, and you're going to the soiree. Uh, and oh, hey, there's a fly just right on your forehead.
2: <laughs> that was beautiful. Cole. Wow, Thank yeah. you. It's,
1: it's, uh, <laughs> I learned that uh, in my theater class. It's, you have to say that before you, <laughs> when you're warming up for a performance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I know any other Malifors. I've yeah. got,
2: I've got another one.
1: You got another one.
2: This one, it's got similar meanings. Um, it's, uh, are you yanking my chain? And are mm-hmm. you Joshing me? I, com- I, I, com- are you yanking my Josh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I like, I, I say that from
1: time to time. I like that because it's, it's paired with, are you taking my Drake? <laughs> mm-hmm. You can you can take the Drake or yank the Josh. That's yeah. those are the two options. <laughs> you, you can take the Drake
0: or you can yank the Josh. <laughs> when you're,
1: because taking the Drake is a more active version of it. That's mm-hmm. when you prank someone. Mm, yes, yes. You take their Drake. <laughs> but, uh, yanking the the Josh is more like you're leading them along more so. Uh, Shay, do you have any any Malifors that you you? That you love with all your heart.
3: Um, I, I think I only grew up on Malifor, so I don't even know what <laughs> yeah. is Malifor like, <laughs> because I don't know the original sayings of anything.
2: Oh wow, yeah, lay lay one on us. She um, was uh, Shay was raised by Yogi Berra.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Come to not, a fork in the
1: road. Not her her father. Just like raised by him. Yeah, <laughs> he, he would
2: show up from time to time and impart his wisdom. Yeah, yeah no. they would ride
1: a raft together. It was weird.
3: Um, like pull the cotton balls in your
1: ears.
2: Pull the cotton balls in <laughs> your <laughs> ears. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. Like, wait. No, I thought I had it for a second. Explain, please. Yeah. Do
2: you, do you do you know the origin? Like, which sayings those are combining? Or
3: I don't. I think it's like pull the something over your eyes.
2: Pull the wool over your eyes. Okay. Yeah.
3: And then something about cotton balls in your ears. <laughs>
2: So it's like someone's trying to deceive you. Yeah, like through... see no
3: evil, hear no evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also like think no evil because you can't understand what someone's saying. You're
2: di- you've discombobulated yeah, yeah, Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> I like, my favorite is wake up and smell the wrong side of the bed. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And I like that one because it's, um, it's just helpful. It's a good, it, it actually has, unlike some of these, it actually has like real life connotations. Yeah. Because oh, um, yeah. it's like, you know, letting someone know. It's like, you got to wake up. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't know who's been sleeping in your bed. <laughs> you Got to go smell the other side of the bed. What's going on over there? The wrong side of the bed.
3: Yeah. So, you're, wait, you're smelling for someone else? Is that, like, you're trying to see who yeah. was there? Uh-huh. Okay. Well,
1: because every bed has a right side and a wrong side. It's like a yeah. left hand implies evil uh, mm-hmm. and communism, essentially. Mm. Uh,
3: so has a communist been sleeping in your bed? Yeah.
1: Exactly. You don't know if, if some villain has has taken uh, a sleep, a slumber, uh, unbeknownst <laughs> to you. This is a common problem.
2: Mm. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> It's like vagrants that will just There's, like go they, <laughs> they, they're so careful to not leave any trace, but they but they do have a distinctive smell. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they always sleep on the wrong side of the bed, so you gotta smell it to make sure. It
1: feels like um some sort of fable or folktale about just, you know, slumber elves or something like that. <laughs> And there was probably like a real world reason for it, like you, it was like you know how they explained bed bugs before they knew what bed bugs was, mm-hmm. where it should be like, oh, I woke up and I'm all itchy. Guess I had slumber elves. <laughs> <laughs> Guess I had a night friend." Okay, and it makes sense because they're communists.
3: They want to share the bed with you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's greedy to take up a whole bed. But
1: it's was rude. The, yeah, mm-hmm. it's rude to not ask. It's rude to not before when sun is going down. Say, uh, comrade. Jeffers, might I uh, spend the night in your bed? (laughs) No sex stuff, just I'm sleepy. Mm,
3: Yes, yes.
1: Sleep thieves? Sleep thieves. Yeah, sleep sneaks? Sleep thieves and sleep sneaks. Right, this is a common problem. And it happens to this day in this country. Mm. You'll just wake up. uh, Nothing will be missing um, except for, you know, your state of mind, I
2: guess. That space space in the bed you could have rolled into. Mm Mm-hmm. If you do a little Um, toss and turn and there's a body there.
1: Right. And that's the trick they do is they sleep uh, on top of the covers. Oh.
2: (laughs) So you can't
1: can't roll over and feel them in the night.
2: Well, that's just. (laughs) It just. That makes sense. Yeah. You you can't feel anything through the covers. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) At least not with my covers. My covers are very thick. I don't know if there's a drawing in like, unless we do
1: something like lesser known folk Legends, which we talked mm-hmm. about in the past as well. We've kind of yeah, uh, cryptids skirted with doing a lesser known cryptids. Mm-hmm. And this seems like maybe it might fit into that category as well, but I, I don't know.
3: That makes sense because bed bugs do like to live on top of covers.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, if you
3: roll over, you're not going to feel them.
2: Uh, have you guys ever had bed bugs? Yep, <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> it's New York.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I had bed bugs in my apartment, but they never made it to my room because my room's on the opposite side of the apartment from my roommate. Mm-hmm. So they were never in my room. I did still do the thing where I, I stripped all of the cloth items from my my closets and right. my, my bed and whatnot and put them in plastic bags and had the exterminator come just, to, just in case. But I have a bed bug cover on my bed, so I, I'm pretty sure <laughs> the bed bugs never, they saw that cover and were like, no, sir. <laughs>
1: I made it through my entire time living in New York without ever having having bed bugs, without ever having the night friend.
3: I think um, you just never realized. Yeah, that. I think
1: everybody
2: has bed bugs. It's <laughs> yeah. Just how observant you are. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's me coming into work being like so red and itchy. I'm clearly <laughs> all over. Yeah, I don't know where you guys are living, but I've never had bed bugs. <laughs> And it's like my bed, you you come over to my house and my bed is just humming.
3: <laughs> it's like just slightly moving.
0: Yeah. Kind of like,
1: it's like when you see those beehives or when you when you like see a beekeeper and they pull out those slats that have all the bees crawling over them. That's just what my bed looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's one solid mass.
3: It actually I think bed books might have made my bed like a little more comfortable. They like broke yeah. it in and then they help give it structure too. Do you which think yeah. nice?
2: If oh my God! Do you think- they they were the flies in you, the ointment that Absolute, was your bed. Absolutely, mm-hmm. they were those micro beads. Do you think that
1: that is like their ultimate goal? Is, is to make like-
2: to make beds more comfortable? <laughs> yeah,
1: they're just trying to fluff up your bed
2: a little bit. They don't understand why everyone's so mad at them. It's like we're bed bugs. We're we're here to make your bed better.
1: <laughs> yeah, we saw that your sleep number was fully whack and we were trying to adjust
2: that. <laughs> These benevolent insects, they only suck a little bit of blood to get a sense of like what oh, your sleep number yeah. is.
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so misunderstood.
1: It, it fucking sucks that uh, all blood sucking insects are so bad and maligned. Yeah. Because I do think that it's such a fun idea to have a symbiotic relationship with an animal that just sucks a little, just a little bit of your blood.
2: Yeah, you don't need all your you blood. Don't need, what are yeah. you using all that blood for? Yeah, <laughs> share some. You're not a blood mage,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're not. Yeah, you're not using it for high level blood spells. You're not trying to bring back Khal Drogo. For the
2: level <laughs> <of death. laughs> nice season one of Game of Thrones pull there, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Now's the time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was fucked up, though. You guys remember when that happened? Yeah. Oh, I remember. <laughs> the priestess watched her temple burn. She was mad. I think <laughs> Shay's shaking her head. Shay, you're you're not a, a, Game, not of a Game of watcher. Thrones watcher. Not
1: a not a throne. You're not watching the. throne. You're not
2: watching the throne. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Malphors, making that joke, um, I just think it's really funny to. I feel like I was talking recently with someone. I think it was Hallie Cantor who's been on the show. Mm. I think recently started watching Lost, which is like (laughs) the best fucking prank you can play on your friend. (laughs) It's like a weird social experiment to be like, I, an adult of sound mind, have decided in the year of our Lord 2017 to start watching and talking about Lost. And just see how long it takes for all of your friends to just slip away. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Wait, she started watching Lost? Lost? Like knowing like how it ends, like you can't miss it in pop culture for like having a bad
1: ending. I know she knows that she's in for a bad time, is the thing here, which is like I guess there's something admirable about that in a way. Just yeah, knowing that
2: going in, knowing that it's going to be disappointed. You want it's more about how how she's going to be disappointed. Yeah, she knows that she'll be disappointed, but she's curious how.
3: That's like. Having a time machine, going back in time, and then like joining a losing army.
2: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I wanna, I know Waterloo ended bad for Napoleon, but I just wanna be part of it, you know? I I feel like the beginning, I heard the beginning of the battle, he was Mm -hmm. doing really well. He had some really good character arcs, (laughs) and then everything just sort of fell apart. The writers didn't know what they were doing. (laughs)
1: It's like it's like getting on a roller coaster that you know is just going to drive through uh, a garbage dump. Like you can see it from afar. You're like, oh, that roller coaster ends in a garbage dump. How does that work?
2: China losing. I just oh, that's such a funny image. Of yeah,
1: <laughs> it's such a weird self prank, though, to be like, yeah. I'm going to dedicate months and months of my life. So watching this thing that I know is gonna go bad.
2: Yeah, it's also a prank for uh, anyone you're gonna have a conversation with. Because exactly. you're like, hey, I started watching this show Lost. Have you heard of it? And they're just like, because there's gonna be some mental math involved. Like, wait. What year is it's, it? Yeah. Where, did where are we right now? Lost? I don't. Know. Is, is just, there? Did they re, Yeah. Did they reboot Lost already?
1: Is that, yeah. It's a staggering admission. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Just, did she like confess this to you in private, and she's going to be upset when
1: she sees you no. taking it public? We were at. It was. We were a mixed company. (laughs) We were. We were at drinks. (laughs) Shay, we were at drinks.
3: Whatever said at drinks is free to tell. (laughs) Exactly. It
1: was a. I'll tell you right now. It was a cocktail setting. Mm. Mm, Yes. So and she admitted this in in good faith. Mm -hmm. And we're and we're just. She had begun watching Lost. We're just fully blowing up
2: her spot right. I know.
1: (laughs) You can't. You can't tell me that. Not expect to yeah. rag on it. Yeah,
2: you just. You, you have to preface every conversation you have with people with. Uh, I do host uh, several podcasts, so Hi, yes. I. If you tell me something that might be a good conversation starter for a podcast, I may talk about you and use your name. I just have
1: time to fill.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Really, it's on her to say
3: like this is off the podcast. But yeah, right. <laughs> they, they have to. Yeah,
1: I don't want to put that on people though. That that that's, <laughs> you know that seems like an even greater uh, social experiment than saying I started watching Lost. then admitting that is me saying like, no. Just so you know, this might go on the podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think we might talk about it on the pod. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that these are like certain things you can say. It's like friend triggers, just to like see how fast you can just lose all of your
0: friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's an elephant in the room and you shot it dead. And it's like how long before anyone acknowledges that you shot the elephant in the room?
3: That also seems like a malafor.
2: Yeah, yeah. is there, is there, there's a, there's an elephant in the room in the ointment. (laughs) (laughs) That's way too much ointment
3: You can (laughs) Mm -hmm. leave the elephant in the room to water You can leave the
1: (laughs) But you can't make him drown (laughs) Too smart (laughs) (laughs) Or mix it even further I got bit by the acting elephant in the room
2: (laughs) Don't count your elephants in the room Before they hatch (laughs) That's good man. The elephant in
1: the room is a whole different ball game
2: an Ooh. elephant in the room is worth two in the bush.
3: Every when, elephant in the room has its day.
2: When God closes a door, He opens an elephant in the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is a crazy idea, but could we just like, because I'm 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 having so much fun with Malifors, mm-hmm. uh, and I did not know about them at all, and I really hope they're real and not some some cruel joke that Christine is playing on us. Uh, but I, I do think it would be really fun to just maybe maybe get into the maybe dip our toe into the educational comics arena mhm mm. you know what i'm talking about i feel like every once in a while you'll see a comic or a an infographic online that's entire goal is to teach you something um and honestly my first reaction is to resent it
0: yeah
3: <laughs> don't trick me yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how dare
1: you try to teach me how oops is sounds in german <laughs>
3: Be like, I came here for pure entertainment.
2: That's such a specific. Did that happen to you? Did you, Carl? Did you learn German from a comic once? I'm fluent now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I I think that all things are comics. Mm-hmm. So I read a dictionary. I was like, this web comic fucking sucks.
2: <laughs> Some dictionaries have illustrations. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> have
1: you guys read Webster's? <laughs> 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 what do you call those you call those, those, um, those web comics that are printed out uh, in like nice uh, hardcover collections uh, and the, the pictures are all really small and it's crazy they're really small pictures that are sequenced together instead of in panels mm, uh, yeah. and each picture represents a distinct phonetic sound <laughs> <laughs> what do you call those
2: yeah they're, they're si- symbol symbol graphs
1: yeah some sort of <laughs> <laughs> like pictogram of sorts. Uh, anyway, it's it's like damn, it's like the best web comic out there. I
2: recommend it. What what do you call those web comics uh, that uh, they they've got so many panels and they push them together so fast that it looks like they're moving? And you go, you pay a lot of money to go see them on a on a giant computer screen. <laughs>
1: We call that webcomic where a man loves a woman very much, (laughs) and they (laughs) they decide to propagate their love. (laughs) Ah, truly, love is the sweetest (laughs) webcomic.
2: And they make Uh, tiny little webcomics. Yeah, they make little itty-bitty (laughs) webcomics. (laughs)
1: <laughs> this is my webcomic Daniel. I made him <laughs> This is this is my son webcomics. <laughs> what that that's another social experiment is to see how fast child services will show up if you name your son webcomic. <laughs> son or daughter. Excuse me. Um, well, I want to go and uh, try out some of these social experiments in a public setting mm-hmm. um, for, for for the scientific good of humanity. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and uh, and go do that. I'm going to tell people that I just started watching uh, Dark Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a show? Did I make that up? <laughs>
2: Dark, no, with uh, with Jessica Alba. Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to go tell people I just started watching Dark Angel with mm-hmm. Jessica Alba, J.J. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abrams' uh, premiere work, <laughs> and see how that goes for me. Uh, we'll be right back. Hey, Nathan.
2: Hi, Caldwell. Toot toot. Toot toot? toot, toot, toot. Hop aboard. Is Is, is that the... Is that the ad train?
1: It's here. Comes rolling in, rolling into Money Town Station. Here
2: comes the ad train. Oh
1: boy! And uh, oh, there's a seat for you right here in our dining car. In our
2: dining car. I was gonna say I was gonna go to the dining car. We thought it the same time.
1: (laughs) We're on the same page. Yay! The the prospect of money has united our brains in some sort of uh, financial kismet, and now Nathan. We're in the dining car and, yeah, hey, and something hey,
2: called am I'm, I'm looking at the the menu here on this dining car. Oh, yeah I, what I don't, do don't want to eat. I don't want to eat any of this this pre-made food. I want to make my own food
1: Yeah, it turns out the dining car just has uh, very old hot dogs and um, What they're calling a Reuben sandwich, but I'm looking at it now, and it's literally just a mayonnaise sandwich
2: It's just mayonnaise. It's just mayonnaise and bread it's just mayonnaise
1: and bread. That's no good. Well, Nathan, luckily for you, this this train also has uh, a kitchen car where you Ooh. can make your own meals using Blue Apron.
2: Blue Apron.
1: It's Blue Apron. If you're not aware, Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Uh their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Nathan, how does that work? How do they do that? How do they how do they allow you this freedom?
2: Well, here here's one thing is they have established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. I don't know and a
1: single rancher.
2: I don't know any ranchers. They they have relationships with over 150.
1: They're cutting deals every day. The people at Blue Apron could go to any trout farm in the world, and be like, "Hey, slide me some trout. Give me that fresh trout." Hey, hey, Dennis, spot me three carp if you don't mind. And Dennis, you know, is going to hook up Blake Apron, founder of Blue Apron.
2: I mean, I I had never eaten catfish before I started using Blue Apron, and it was good. Yeah, it was really good. I had, they they went out. They were like, "We're gonna we're gonna get some catfish. We're gonna get some good catfish for these people to cook."
1: For a fish that specifically lives its life in the bottom of wet mud, mm-hmm. very tasty fish.
2: Very tasty fish if you if you cook it right. Mm-hmm. And Blue Apron teaches you how to do that. It taught me how to do that. And if it could teach me, it can teach anyone. It's true. Uh, how it works is you get this box of awesome, fresh ingredients. It looks so cool. They all come in these... You know, individual packaging, it's all, you know, it's all perfectly portioned, so uh, you get just enough food, there's no waste. And you get these fun ingredient cards that have pictures and very detailed instructions, so even if you've never cooked a complicated recipe before, um, they walk you right through it, it's, you can't mess it up.
1: These recipe cards are like, uh, Pokemon cards for food. Yeah. You you collect them, uh, (laughs) and then you battle with your friends using them. They do have stats.
2: Yeah, if you like a recipe that that you cook with Blue Apron, you you just get to keep that recipe card and you can make it whenever you want. And you've done it once.
1: Yeah, it has entered your your kitchen Rolodex. And you you have the power to recreate it at any time. That is the power that Blue Apron gives you. Um, Speaking of recipes, Nathan, I want to talk about some of the upcoming meals. Oh, yeah. That you could be... Getting your mouth around if you mm. were to subscribe to this great service. Mm. Uh, they got spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and, oh, my favorite,
2: ricotta salata. Ricotta salada. Ricotta salata. It's fun to say. Their recipes are fun to say.
1: Mm-hmm. What else we got?
2: They got Parmesan crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. Caldwell, you know I love a crust.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You love a crust. A crust is like, crust is the clothes of food.
2: Yeah. I don't want, <laughs> I always, you know, you go out to a restaurant, you're like, how they get that crust on there? Blue Apron teaches you.
1: They're going to teach you how to make your own crust. I know. Oh. It's, I spent most of my life being like, how do chicken fingers work? I don't get it. Blue Apron is going to walk you through it.
2: Hey, don't, don't be crusty about crust. <laughs> no need. <laughs> No must, no crust. Trust this
1: crust. Trust this crust. Uh they've also got sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot and ginger fried rice. A lot of good options. Um all mm. you got to do just sign up and you're going to get these meals delivered in a box to you and then you make them and you eat them. And here's the best part, it's affordable. It's so, so affordable. for less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes Along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals.
2: That's that's less expensive than the uh, than the mayo sandwiches in the dining car. Ugh, they're fifteen dollars. They really upsell you on the on those mayo sandwiches. You could be making your your crusted chicken instead. To be fair,
1: you do get a lot of mayonnaise, and it's like um, it's like a milkshake situation. Where <laughs> they the...
2: give you they give you a spoon.
1: Yeah. well, they give you a spoon, but they also give you like the extra mayonnaise that wouldn't fit in the sandwich. <laughs> It's open face, <laughs> open face mayonnaise oh, sandwich. No. Oh. I should have known. It's got Reuben in quotation marks. That's on me.
2: <laughs> it's Reuben. It's Reuben spelled with two O's. <laughs> Reuben. <laughs> Honestly, not bad. Got a little pepper in there. Very
1: good. Yeah, so you can choose from a variety of new recipes each week, or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Uh, they're not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. Also, good to mention, um, if you've got an allergy, or are vegetarian, or have any sort of dietary restriction, uh, there are options for that. Uh, my, my wife cannot eat uh, shrimp, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Her loss. I, you know, I, I, I love her, but uh, it really makes things complicated. It's really like the, the big wedge in our relationship. Yeah. I, you know me. I love shrimp. You love a scampi. I love a scampi. Uh, I love a lobster. She cannot have, she cannot partake of the shelled beast of the sea. Um, but Blue Apron made it work for us, and they can make it work for you. It's really, they've got a freshness guarantee as well. I, know I love
2: that. I love that part. They say every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook, or they'll make it right.
1: They'll make it right. They'll make it right. If you get some stinky shrimp, they'll make it right.
2: (laughs) They'll make it right.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, check out uh, this week's menu and then get your first three meals for free with free shipping. All you got to do is go to BlueApron.com slash WeDraw. That's
2: BlueApron.com slash WeDraw. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait.
1: Do not wait. BlueApron.com/slash-we-draw. Blue Apron, a better way
2: to cook. Yeah,
1: that was fun. That's no Malfoy. No, that's the truth. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the show. Um, So, yes, I went outside and conducted a social experiment to see if anyone wanted to talk to me about the J.J. Abrams seminal work, Dark Angel. I have no friends anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I have no friends. Um, I lost them all, one by one.
3: Mission accomplished. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, I can write my large uh, editorial to... The scientific journal and uh, be published, and that was that was my goal. And I'll start over. I'll get new science friends, better friends.
2: <laughs> you uh, you really you did you you burned that bridge when you came to it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> A spoonful of sugar makes the bridge burn down. <laughs> <what they> <laughs> Uh, I'd like to read another email, another suggestion for a drawing, uh, mm-hmm. because as, as we all know, that is the the intended purpose of the show is to come up with an idea for a drawing. And our, our good friend Joshua has helped us along that path. Um, yes. Are you, are you all ready to receive the, my Google blessing?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Always called <it> <laughs> All right. This All
1: right. Uh, this is a very quick and simple one. I like it a lot. It's the five phases of matter. And they are, uh, according to Joshua, solid, liquid, gas, plasma, and emo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that one. That was, that's that's like a funny. <laughs> that's a tweet. That's a good tweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. You know what would be great? Mm-hmm. Is if like anytime somebody said something funny in a conversation... If you had like a little uh, ribbon, you know, kind of like a blue uh, county fair prize winning ribbon. Yeah. And it just said, hey, that's funny. You should tweet that. (laughs) You
2: just just stick it right on them. There you go. (laughs) Well, Joshua, thank you for uh, rather than tweeting, uh, saving your your good joke for us. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Now you can get all the ribbons yourself.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is us giving you the ribbon via podcast. Mm. You, we've pinned it to your breast. Um,
1: <laughs> I hope you're wearing an extra thick shirt. <laughs> I really do like the idea of ribbons that you can assign to people.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah.
1: And that would be great as well, going back to our previous conversation about whether or not you want to talk about Lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can just pin a ribbon on them and say nobody wants to talk about Lost.
3: <laughs> Wait, so you're always carrying around a ribbon that says nobody wants to talk about Lost. Justice. Yeah, you,
2: you've got, I'm imagining you've got like a very large bag, uh, a, yeah. a, a satchel, if you will, full of, All different ribbons for all different situations.
1: I think it's a a duffel. It's full on.
2: It's a duffel? Full duffel? Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People think you're going to the gym, but no, you're just, you're trying to replace all communication with ribbons.
3: But he has a, he has a ribbon that says, this isn't a gym duffel, you idiot. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What's the bag uh, breakdown? As far as size goes, it goes, you know, like, uh, clutch, purse, Mm -hmm. satchel. Mm -hmm. Oh, handbag would probably be after purse. Then satchel, then duffel, uh, and then I guess what-
2: Where's tote? Where's tote Mm, fit in there? Fuck,
1: yeah, tote's in there. Backpack. Tote's probably before handbag? Parallel with handbag, maybe.
2: I think totes can vary in size. That's true. I've seen a massive tote. Does like Ikea,
1: does an Ikea bag count as a tote? Because that's a massive Uh, tote.
2: I think Ikea bags are their own type of bag. I've only heard them referred to as Ikea bags. That's true. That's a good point they're like a distinctive material and color and style. Yeah, is there something bigger <clears throat> than a duffel
1: though? Is my question. I'm a Mary Poppins bag.
2: Oh, a Mary Poppins bag, a bag of holding, some sort oh, of magical <laughs> some sort of magical bag that alters uh, space-time in mm-hmm. such a way that larger items can fit inside it. Uh-huh. Okay. I did I was
1: just going to say something like a like a buffle, which is like a big buff duffel. A
2: big a buff duffel. A mm-hmm. buffle. Mm-hmm. a buffle. It's just I'm got like it's down. just a
1: little bigger and uh, just a little bigger <laughs> anyway uh, let's let's return to Joshua's original statement okay i don't so, want to yeah. i don't want to pass over it too quickly solid liquid gas plasma and emo mm-hmm. is emo back is I, did emo ever go away that's a good question
3: <laughs> yeah i think emo's just gotten new names over the yeah. years
1: Okay, yeah, I do feel like emo evolved into scene mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. 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 Um and then I think after that I maybe lost track a little bit.
2: <laughs> I think it turned into yolo? I don't. Emo became <laughs> yolo. I mean, that would also work. I mean, I think this structure works well for for jokes is five <laughs> yeah, phases of matter. You you list the four real ones and then the, mm-hmm. the fifth one is uh Yeah, you could be you funny. could change emo to yolo. It would still work, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Solid, liquid, gas, plasma, fidget spinner.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <we
3: go>, yeah. <laughs> I'd pin a tweet ribbon on that. Solid, liquid, <laughs>
2: gas, plasma, and lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Solid,
1: liquid, gas, plasma, Richard kind.
0: <laughs> mm,
1: yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty yeah this is a good format this is a rich vein joshua yeah good job joshua solid liquid gas plasma um pepperoni combos
0: Mm, mm -hmm. yeah
1: that 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 gooey center of a combos kind of defies matter i would say
2: it it really does uh solid solid liquid gas plasma and webcomics
3: Oh! <laughs> I think it could be web comics. Web comics. Web yeah. Comics, web
2: comics. Web comics. <laughs> you know those. You know those wet web comics you can swim in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know those very tiny web comics that comprise all matter. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is web comics. <laughs>
3: You know those webcomics that created the earth?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was reading in the sacred (laughs) webcomics.
3: Oh wow, yeah. that's beautiful. Yeah, to think about
1: those web comics
2: that uh, people always try and hand you
1: at, uh, <laughs> on the subway. For for God so loved web comics, yeah. to the earth, he's only begotten web comics.
3: Web comics that wars
1: are fought over. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that what WW2 stands for?
2: <laughs> web comic War Two. <laughs>
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs>
1: Nobody was reading Hitler's his, his adventure about a bunch of furries in college.
3: <laughs> did you hear? He really wanted to be a web comic artist. He really he wanted
2: to be a web comic it. artist. He just didn't. That's,
1: yeah. All right. Now we're getting like way too close to real life. <laughs> I
2: <don't> know. <laughs> you did not get enough likes.
1: <laughs> we're like brushing right up against the the veil of of reality. Here. <laughs> over. <laughs> you mean a bale of webcomics. Yeah. <laughs> well, Nathan, we've we've had um, a, a rollicking discussion, I yeah. would say. an
2: incredibly rollicking discussion.
1: <laughs> would you like to uh, to recap for us all the things we discussed so that we can kind of start to figure out what exactly it is we should draw?
2: I uh, I do. I mean, I think the the richest vein we we hit was uh, was the Malafour one that that uh, Christine sent us. Thank you, uh, Christine. Yeah, she she fully befuddled us. Hmm. Um. I mean, I, I think Malafors would be fun to draw. It's true. I think we could come up. I think we could come up with our four faves and just sort of draw draw each one, illustrate mm-hmm. each one.
1: I, I do like all of the Malafors that we've been coming up with. Um. But Nathan, we we have to give due diligence, right? Uh, I, I I I think that we've had so many wonderful little little babies and I want to I want them all to have a chance. Sure. A chance. Well, we at the bat.
2: <laughs> we uh, we discussed the idea of um of of sleep thieves
0: mm. of
2: a, mm-hmm. a a person who sneaks into your bed and steals some sleep. Right. I don't know what the drawing for that would be. But <laughs> sleep thief is a funny combination of mm. words. It's very, yeah. Sleep thieves. Oh, dang. Not again. <laughs> dang it, you sleep thieves. <laughs> Get out my bed. <laughs> dang sleep thieves all up in my bed. <laughs> it
1: does seem like just very funny to see a person wake up and then there's just a guy. There's a sleep thief in their bed and he's like, what
2: How, What are you doing in here? And he's like, hee <laughs> I got some Z's.
1: <laughs> catch, catch me, I'm too well rested. <laughs>
3: <laughs> A, Z snatcher.
0: A Z snatcher. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I need those Z's. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: boy, what are they you. doing with the Z's? What are they doing with all those Z's? I don't you know. Catch
1: more Z's with honey, you guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're making the uh, the end to band names cooler. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just replacing S's. <laughs>
1: he's, he's grabbing all the Z's so that they can uh, attach them to, yeah, uh, 90's products and, and band names. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to see, I mean, yeah, maybe a lot of times our, our audience, we have some very talented uh, fan artists out there, I would maybe like to see everyone's interpretation of the sleep thief, of the Z
2: snatcher. I'd, yeah, someone, someone to match that voice we did. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he. <laughs> These Z's are mine! <laughs> Dang it!
1: Yeah, that's when you have a bad night's sleep. That's because you had a, a z-snatcher. Z-snatcher
2: came, came, stole all your dang z's. <laughs> stole my dang z's. That's what I
1: got these raccoon eyes. <laughs> what else we got?
2: Um, well, on the topic of beds, we also uh, discussed benevolent bed bugs—bed mm. bugs that just wanna, um, mm-hmm. that j- just wanna make your sleep experience better. Really? Yeah, they,
3: they fight the. The sleep leads.
2: Yeah, they're they're just misunderstood.
3: Yeah,
2: I think so. They're just for for just a little bit of blood. Yeah, <laughs> just a, a a small blood toll you must pay, and then they're gonna make your sleep so much better.
3: They're not vampires. They're just they're friends.
2: They're friends.
1: <laughs> they're just yeah. They're just one. They're not vampires. They're they're yeah. No, you said it. You said it better. <laughs> 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 I didn't have anything to add. I don't know why I tried.
2: Yeah, I mean, is that a draw? Just like some bed bugs being like, why do people hate us? We're just trying to make them sleep. I don't know. Is that? Oh, it's
1: the- is it the blood thing? It's because we we steal their blood.
2: <laughs> like, how do they think we're going to make them sleep better? <laughs> <laughs> we need to know their sleep number, and the only way we can get it is from their blood.
3: Oh, they make like <laughs> a blood water bed. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's like the um the thing about any story that does involve like gnomes fixing your shoes or something like that they're mm-hmm. always taking blood as well
2: mm-hmm. right that, they leave that part out but their blood
1: uh, is always required mm-hmm.
3: yeah it's to understand you better
1: exactly you need that blood uh, i do like the idea i don't know if there's something about uh, bed bugs or mosquitoes like taking your blood but then also offering a service. Honestly, it's very rude what they do. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but like doctors also take your blood. Do- doctors
1: yeah.
2: also take your blood. They let they give you a little heads up. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Think about like everyone who takes your blood. They're doing it for good reason.
2: Right.
1: And even when a vampire takes your blood, you become a vampire as well. Yeah. If that's if they clear that up front with you, like mm-hmm. if they make you sign some forms, yeah. then I imagine that's okay.
3: Yeah, like lots of people want to be
2: immortal. So great. Lots of people want to be.
1: (laughs) Again, maybe this is what we're getting at here: is that it's okay for mosquitoes to take your blood as long as they make you fill out a form Mm -hmm, mm first.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. they ask for consent.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just enlightened to mosquitoes. It's just like a swarm of mosquitoes holding up a clipboard. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Would you care to donate some blood? (laughs) Oh, that. Oh, what if it's a swarm of mosquitoes, just like. Mm. In a in a doctor's outfit at like a blood drive <laughs> and just like the person just sort of scratching their chin looking at them and then just shrugging.
1: <laughs> saying like, yeah. Yes, please donate some blood. I am your normal doctor. <laughs> <laughs> The person's like, I don't know, something seems up, and he's like, if you don't like blog, I'll give you cookie. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, you get a cookie, cookie. <laughs> it's for a good cause.
1: I don't know. You look suspiciously like a garbage bag full of mosquito <laughs> that someone taped glasses to. Oh.
2: I like that idea a lot, actually. <laughs> <Me too. laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it would be just like the last panel would just be um, the person leaving the the doctor's office And they're just looking so gaunt, but they're <laughs> eating a cookie. <laughs> yeah <laughs> mm. Or they're being like, oh, what? Rosen.
2: Yeah Nathan, <laughs> <laughs> what
1: do we have any other any other ideas uh, to turn over
2: um just the uh, the friend triggers the things you can say to your friends to see if they will remain your friend like hey i just started watching lost or be careful what you say may go on my podcast
1: <laughs> i do i do like that one it's like kind of like a social experiment mm-hmm. type thing um it's good yeah i mean like what are there other friend triggers that we could uh or like defriending triggers i guess is what they'd be
2: <laughs> sure yeah Hmm. Maybe just overpronouncing words. Mm.
1: Yeah, I guess it's less like a friend trigger and more. It, it's just like a. It is a friend trigger. It's a test to see how good of a friend you are.
2: Yeah, to see how. Yeah, to see how much people actually like you. Mm-hmm. If you started doing one annoying thing, would they still be your friend? What about two annoying things? Mm-hmm. It's like a litmus test mm-hmm. for
1: friendship. Mm-hmm.
2: Test your friends exactly.
3: <laughs> are they basic?
1: And if we arranged it like um like a strip and you could kind of say incrementally worse things to see how good a friend the person you're talking to is yeah what are some like what are some other testing words mhm
3: can i borrow your toothbrush
2: oh wow <laughs> <laughs> hygiene mm-hmm. we're at a bar
3: yeah <laughs> you didn't bring one yeah <laughs> no
1: <laughs> we're at a- Phyllis we're at a fucking
2: Denny's what are you talking about <laughs> I meant later. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm planning out my night. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm out not my... gonna go and get a new toothbrush. <laughs> <That> <laughs> well, was part crazy. of my plan. I'll buy you a toothbrush. <laughs> I'm planning out my night on um, Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> very good. That's very good. <laughs>
3: You don't want the taste in Denny's in your mouth all night.
2: Right. No. You want Denny's is is a fleeting thing. You want it right mm-hmm. when you eat it, and then you want it a uh, clean clean slate.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's in alright, I want like one more friendship bomb that you can drop just to really test the waters. Maybe just like having a sword.
2: Oh yeah. Just carrying around a sword. Yeah.
1: And it's like chill out, I got you one. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be tight, actually.
2: Yeah, I, I. That'd be cool.
1: That'd be. I'd be pretty into that. Actually. I mean, we wouldn't
2: be able to go anywhere with a metal detector, mm, but no. Probably, yeah. Probably couldn't go see a movie.
3: It's worse no. if they carry it on their back. I think.
2: Yeah, because that's just not practical. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's then something. It's, it's just for show. Yeah. They're not even ready to use it.
1: Well, what if? All right, Shay. All right, I mean, it's, I'm so smart. What <laughs> if it's a claymore or a broadsword? <laughs>
3: The fact that you know those things is uh, a <laughs> bad friendship. <laughs> You're failing the friendship test. Oh, no. You need the side holster. That's the only acceptable sword to carry. Yeah, I'm cool
2: wow. I'm cool with a fencing foil <laughs> <laughs> or, this... or a, a saber. <laughs> you know, maybe they're a pirate. I, I'm cool with pirates, but not barbarians. That's,
3: <laughs> That's always been my friendship saying.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have to leave this,
1: this podcast now. You guys have insulted my sword. Believe <laughs> you know I love a long sword. Yeah,
2: Caldwell Cowell loves his, his straight European blades.
1: It's true. None of this curved bullshit. <laughs> I don't consider that a sword. Scimitar <laughs> at best. <laughs> well, Nathan, did we have? I think we had one more subject that I wanted to bring up because I think there's. I, I think we have a a garden. Uh, here, displayed out before us, mm-hmm. um, some some big ripe juicy ideas. It's gonna be hard to decide, but I also really like the um, the ribbons. Yes, yeah, that was the last uh, one. the ribbons yes. idea. Now this this is an interesting one because uh, it's not really so much a drawing as it would be us um, actually going to a website and printing out ribbons <laughs> and photographing us giving them to our friends when mm-hmm. they say something funny. <laughs> This in and of itself is a social experiment. Yeah, this full, might be on the spectrum. Oh
3: yes, <laughs> it's yeah.
2: a full project.
3: <laughs> it is mm-hmm. on. It is a friendship test, indeed.
1: I think just like filming someone's reaction when you give them one of these ribbons and like make them put it on is very good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Is that something? Would we actually do that, or would we just make the ribbons for other people to use? Mm-hmm.
1: Hold on, guys. Hey Siri. <laughs> Hey, Siri, go away. (laughs) My phone has started doing this thing where it's listening all the time. I feel like I should be concerned with it. That's Uh, very creepy. More concerned than I am. But anyway, that was Siri yelling at me in the background. (laughs) Siri likes to prank me sometimes.
3: She has thoughts on ribbons.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) That was a bad goof. (laughs) 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 You're beating a dead elephant in the room. There it is.
3: (laughs) Siri just nailed it. She she gets a tweet ribbon.
1: Siri's crushing it. Well, um, I don't know. I do think that there's something fun about actually, you know, actually printing out these ribbons and kind of trying to do more of a uh, guerrilla style photo comic, I guess. Yeah. yeah, that that yeah. seems maybe more involved. That seems pretty involved. Maybe what we could do is yeah, it would be like a printable thing. hmm um, and you could print it out and hand it to someone. That seems easier. We
2: we make them printable. Maybe we take one photograph, like one example mm-hmm. photograph of us doing it. Yeah. Maybe not a bunch, but just, just one.
1: That's a good idea. What do you what do you guys think? Shay, you're our, our guest mm-hmm. this week. Um mm-hmm. at at the end of the day, um, Number one, you are allowed to take any of these ideas for yourself if you so wish. The, a parting gift, a parting favor, if
2: you will. Right. Mine, mine, mine. Yeah, whenever we have uh, someone who is also an artist on the show, they, they are always welcome to draw one of the ideas. Okay. And then we'll, we'll share it. Okay. No pressure. We're busy, <laughs> no pressure at all. But also, we need your help. We, we need to come
1: up with an idea for what we're going to actually draw this week. So yeah. if you've got any uh, preference. Any faves. Any favorites amongst the bunch
3: yeah I I mean I really like the mosquitoes at the blood thing
2: (laughs) I think that's a fun comic yeah it's
1: pretty good it's like it's very simple it's very clear Mm -hmm. you know it's just a a trash bag full of mosquitoes (laughs) just trying to scam some blood (laughs) yeah Um, I'm into that It, it seems like the best laid plans
2: of mice and uh, elephants, elephants mm-hmm. has
1: come to rest.
2: Yeah, let's not let's not put the uh, the cart before the elephant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, uh, Christine, for the wonderful Malifors. Um, if you would like to email us a suggestion, you can do it at uh, wswdshow at gmail uh, or you can tweet at us uh, at wswdpod. Um, In addition, uh, we're trying a new thing where we're going to start reading uh, suggestions from the iTunes page. Mm. So uh, go to our iTunes page uh, and leave uh, a five-star review. And in your review, write your suggestion for what it is you think we should draw. And we're going to start reading those out on the show as well.
2: You can also still just leave a regular review if you want to just say something nice. Or you can do both. Say something nice and leave a suggestion.
1: If you want to gush. Similarly to how... Uh, Dubadah did. Um, I'm going to read out Dubadah's Dubida. nice, nice uh, iTunes review. Caldwell, please Dubadah. In Dubadably, <laughs> if I could only listen to one podcast, it would be this one. It reminds me of hanging out and goofing with my friends back home. Aww. Host Caldo and Nene use imagination and comedy to weave a fantastic blanket of laughs that is great to snuggle up and get all cozy in. Okay. <laughs> That's so nice. Thanks, Dubita. I
3: like this podcast more now. Good job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This whole podcast has been us trying to get you to leave an iTunes review.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to. (laughs) Aw. You convinced me.
1: Thanks, Shay. (laughs) Well, I think that's going to about do it for us. Um, Shay, where can people find you and your work?
3: Um, And your house? My work at collegehumor.com. Perhaps you've heard of it. Hey. Um, I'm also on Twitter at Shea Strauss, which is hard to spell, so good luck.
1: (laughs) A hint, it's got some S's.
3: As many as four.
1: (laughs) It's indeterminate.
2: If you get to five S's, you've gone too far.
1: I'm at Caldy on Twitter. Nathan is uh, at at Nathan Yaffe. Yes. Nice. I think we are about finished here. I think that it's time for the fat lady to... Have her day. Put the cart before the horse and wake up and smell a rose. <laughs> uh, By any other name. Exactly. <laughs> this has been What Should We Draw? And Nathan? Yeah. I think I know what we should draw. In- incredibly. <laughs> It's something. (laughs) (laughs) Bye guys. Bye. Bye.
0: That was a headgum podcast.